0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and we are gonna be revving the word today. This is going to be an endurance workout, meaning at no point will I say or invite you into any increased efforts. So, but if you feel like giving some effort, of course, by all means, feel free to do that. If you feel like the Spirit's calling that way, go that way. Just like in our other workouts where there are intervals, you're always invited to abstain, so what do you need today that's the question i I need this today um, this might be a little bit of a selfish workout for me uh, just coming off of instructor training retreat last week. oh my goodness you guys platoon 19 the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living <laughs> our instructor training I can't say it enough it really isn't about the fitness um it's just what happens when we move our bodies in obedience. I just know it's this, just posture yourself before God and he, you get what you give. If you give him, like, here's my whole body, here's everything. He gives you all of himself. He really does. So it's just too much goodness to even put words around it. It is a week of myself and my team just hitting hitting the ground hard, I really setting the table for the Lord to show up. But it's a good week. It's like a, it's like a harvest week. as a if, if you're a farmer, it's a big week. And then, of course, I come home, kind of, you know, unwind, relax, and then, boom, I got hit with a cold, a pretty pretty nasty cold. Been laying low for a few days now. Haven't really moved my body. And I thought, well, today, I'm going to move my body. I'm going to be kind and be gentle with it just get some fluids moving a bit and keep some fluids coming in me. So I've got my water bottle nearby. So this is just a move your body. No expectations, no set, anything other than to let the good come in and the bad move out. Amen. So I'm hoping to kind of move this cold through me a bit as I receive the truth of God's word. Uh, We are going to be in John 15 today. We are going to Um, I just have a a new lens for John 15, and I'm going to share that with you today. This bearing, (laughs) bearing fruit, abiding and bearing, abiding and producing, like we all want to produce something, but we know it comes through this heart of abiding and what that looks like. So if you're, let me say this, if your heart is sore, you know what I mean? Like you're emotionally sore, mentally sore, you feel, you know, kind of tired and needing a little something, something, I think you're going to get it today. If you're physically sore, (laughs) just be kind to your body today. Okay? Just be kind. All right. Let's see. Uh, If you were in the journey with us, thank you so much, you guys, the testimonies that are coming in of how God met you, how He's still meeting you. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. It's just awesome. It's so good to hear. And stay tuned. We have another... We're going to kick off the new year in a new way, get our assignments for this next year, and how we can bring our body into agreement with that. So we're going to do that coming up in January 6. So stay tuned, stay close to the website, follow us, and um, we will get you into the new year in the in a healthy and whole way. Listen, there's going to be a lot of trends coming, a lot of new things coming. Um, do it if you feel you can do it with a sound mind, with a reasoning, sound mind, keep your peace. The body is not the thing to be worshipped, it's the place where worship happens. So, however, you can expand on this in the new year, do that. And also, Platoon 20, you guys, is coming up. If you're thinking about this, it really is not about the fitness. It really is not about the fitness. If you've heard our latest promo, or seen it going around, go to the website, watch it on our instructor training page. Uh, It's kind of the why, why become a fitness teacher, gospel preacher, why? And I've always said it's about leading your own life first into wholeness and from there, others follow. All right, friends, are we ready? We're gonna get the playlist going, you're moving your feet on a scale of one to 10, you're probably about a four or five, not breathless at all and we'll start the play. Listen, three, two, one, play. Oh,
1: try to listen. Let All right.
0: My
1: take control. Fight when my body
0: oh, I'm already noticing my <laughs> nose is running a little bit just by starting to move my body. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for letting me show up not perfect. Thanks for that. here's the truth. I'm not here because I have to. And I don't feel like I have to move my body. I felt like it was an invitation. That's why I'm going to be kind to it. All right. So, Father, we thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the gift of your mercy and your grace. That every day it's fresh, it's new, like fresh baked bread out of the oven. It's for us today. And God, I do pray you would cleanse off of us the familiar, things that become just redundant practice. We just do it because we do it. We say we follow you because we just feel like we should. Lord, remove all the shoulds. Restore back to us the joy of our salvation. Use this workout to restore to us the joy of our salvation. Teach us what it means to abide, to be yours, to walk with you day after day. Grow our legs strong and our hearts big. In Jesus' name, amen. I just
1: notice,
0: just notice how heavy your feet are hitting. I always say your feet are good. Your feet and your shoulders, are your feet heavy and are your shoulders slumped? (laughs) So if you can start to think about purpose steps, steps with purpose and a heart lifted up, not caved in. Again, you get what you give. <laughs> give him a righteous posture, you get more righteousness back. Give him a hopeless posture, posture, he'll meet you there. But you know, it just takes a little more time to get off the floor. <laughs> and sometimes, God's saying you have it in you. Use what I've already given you. Good to come to Him and get more. Sometimes we're already sitting on everything we need. Make a choice. Choose life or death. Choose life. (laughs) All right, here's your scripture today. We're going to work through just a few verses in John 15, but if you know John 15... Jesus saying, I am the true vine. Verse 1. Jesus' words. Holy Spirit, help us to see this as if Jesus is speaking straight to us right now, the living God, speaking His living word into our ever-breathing souls. I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already, you are clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. All right. Abiding and bearing. of interesting this verse i feel like i just saw it in a different light to me it always felt like hey just rest in me just just be with me and you will organically produce fruit and i think there's a definite truth to that yes but i don't think we can deny the reality That there's tension, that there's something always vying for our affection, our attention. We're living in a very noisy world, a very outwardly focused world, right? A world that's always trying to say, look over here, now look over here. The world comes against your oneness with God. It just does. The flesh, the world, and Satan using all of his dominions of darkness. So I always think, God, we're kind of (laughs) outnumbered. You put us in this world with a prince of the world who is darkness, and then you give us this flesh. Sounds like a three-to-one, Lord. Because you're saying I get the Spirit. And that's all I need.
1: That's
0: it's true. Because our God is one. Hear this, O Israel. Our God is one. The Spirit of God trumps the air of this world. And I love that God keeps it simple, you know? <laughs> That's why, I see how the, the enemy distracts with the flesh, the desires of the flesh, worldly possessions, worldly power, and just pure evil. Things that look good for the moment, but lead us nowhere. So I used to read this scriptures kind of like hey just be fruit just bear abide <clears throat> hmm Then the closer I looked at it
1: the
0: more I realized this is this is not hey just relax no. Bearing. Anyone ever had a baby? <laughs> Giving birth to something, someone, a child. There's a moment where, I don't know if they say it so much anymore, but where you have to bear down, bear down. Yeah. The word bear, I used to think it was oh just just stay there just relax but it means to carry some burden to be moved by force or speed or to bring forward that's pretty active amen carrying bringing bearing Moving. (laughs) Huh. And this abiding, it's just remain. So that is true. Remain. Stay. Stay with me. God's saying, stay with me. Abide. Stay here. Remain. Don't be carried off. In order for me to abide, I do need to bear down. It's like put your tent poles down. Wide, stretch them wide, and run your stakes down to the ground. That you're living for God. You're living for His purposes. You're seeking first His kingdom and His righteousness. And then all these other things my flesh, the world, and Satan himself, they'll all be given to me.
1: I take dominion
0: as I put myself first, most, always under the care of God. I'm his property. I abide, I remain. I'm not changing my mind on this. Come on, y'all. Now, I know I'm talking to two demographics. Some of you have been walking a faith life for a long time. And I ask right now, the Lord will peel back any scales that religion has formed over your eyes, over your heart, any callousness of heart, any way you've lost yourself. By making yourself the point. Instead of enjoying your God, enjoy him. He really enjoys you. That's why I, a follower of Christ without joy. That's how I know. That's how I know something's off in my heart. That's how I know the enemy's here. I've given myself away to something. My joy is gone. Where joy isn't happiness, it's certainty that God is good and he's in charge. But do you see how that takes a bearing down? I gotta carry that burden with me day after day because the world does not make it easy for me to bear and abide. Bearing fruit, carrying fruit. Caring this goodness that only comes by remaining connected to the vine to the voice of God the heart of God abide remain and the truth is you guys when you remain when you abide there are going to be days and times in your day that you are sore. <laughs> Can I get an amen? You're sore. Because you're feeling the tension between the world, your flesh, Satan, and your spirit. That three to one,
1: right?
0: And I love it though. Look at how fractured evil is. That's why Satan's so busy running around, trying to incite your flesh, trying to get you to lust for the things of the world, trying to get you to fear because of the evil you hear or see. He's fractured. But our God is one. In God, we get the fullness of God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Do you see our three? That's our three. Our Father who loves us. Any image of a good Father you have, it's still not good enough. He's better than that. He's a good Father. Father. A father is the progenerator, the creator of something, meaning, he started this thing. There's no Elisa Keaton without me having a father, an earthly father. There's no Elisa Keaton, the daughter of the King Most High, without God the Father. I'm his. You're his. Remain. Stay His. Jesus, our example. When I don't know what the Father looks like or what the Father's saying, I can study the words of Jesus, the actions of Jesus, the mercy of Jesus, the truth of Jesus the words he spoke and is still speaking because he's alive, amen? And he speaks through the Holy Spirit because it's the job of the Spirit to lead us into all truth. Because we are loved, we get truth. Can I get an amen? I feel like the world is stopping at love and is bending the truth to make God look like them, to make God fill their hurts. God's going to fill our hurts. He's going to do it his way. His ways are higher than mine. They're better. They're good, better, best than my own. That's why when I have a hard time remaining or abiding, pay attention, drop a pin. What's hurting you? What's hurting? That's why we're here, to feel our feelings here. Be fully in our bodies, fully in our minds, feeling your feelings are a compass that gets you home to abiding, remaining at home as a son and a daughter, remain, but that doesn't mean that the bearing goes away. Right, you have this burden. You're carrying the goodness of God. It's a burden. But you're carrying your burden produces fruit in the world. Jesus says in verse seven, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. You're gonna be sore everyone. but it's a sweet sore. It's a sweet sore. Jesus. As you carry and hold this goodness of the Lord, that's our burden. God is good, God is good. That's a burden to carry. Not a bad one though. You were meant to carry that. You were meant to hold that. You were meant to bring forward more of that on the earth. God is good. Not based on what you see, but on what he has said. Because a faith that is seen is no faith at all. A hope realized is no hope at all. So when I start to feel sore about an issue, I need to remember my flesh is going to dramatize, over-dramatize the pain and start telling me a story of ruin, of steal, kill, and destroy. So how do I fight that? (laughs) <laughs> I start looking back at all the works that God has done, how he's come through in the past.
1: <laughs>
0: the enemy hates that. He hates it when you remember your lover. Hates it. Remain. Abide, don't go anywhere, bear down. Means feel the tension and fruit will come. Listen, my tree outside, I've got lots of fruit trees outside, <laughs> a lot. I don't do anything They just keep producing fruit. but it's the elements that make it happen. The wind, the rain, the heat of the summer day, all those extremes create a healthy fruit tree. I don't just bubble it off in a 72 degree greenhouse. Nope. It needs exposure to the elements and it just keeps producing fruit. So it's hidden and unseen, right? Like I can't measure the fruit tree's heart rate (laughs) or recovering muscle tissue (laughs) because it's not like us created in God's image. Come on now. This means our God is a feeling God. Our God is a thinking God. You abide in me and my words and I abide in you. Ask whatever you wish, it will be done for you. Hey, let's not also miss here in verse two, Jesus says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, does not grow sore in this fruit production lifestyle I'm gonna take that one away. And every branch that does bear fruit does grow sore in my goodness. (laughs) He prunes that it may bear more fruit. Ah, listen. Loss is inevitable. But you know what you'll never lose? God. You'll never lose Him. You may lose people, money, power, prestige, influence, security, but you never lose God. And it's in fact, Any of you that want to rise to the front lines, be prepared for lots of pruning. All you're doing is losing the weight that weighs you down. Come on.
1: Losing
0: what weighs you down so you can bear down, single focus. God is good, trustworthy, faithful. Nothing's impossible for him. He's loving you.
1: Come
0: on. Abide and bear. What do those two words bring up for you? Abide, which means don't go anywhere. Remain. Stay with me. And bear. Let the Holy Spirit move you. This is your last working song for six minutes. You're doing great, by the way. Abide, stay in a given place, in a given state. It also means to sojourn. (laughs) Any of you in the journey, it means You can remain and be still and remain as you move. Amen? I love that. That's what we do here. We be still to be loved. And then we sojourn in love closer, bringing heaven to earth.
1: Abide bear fruit
0: grow store will give you some time to just listen to the spirit talk to you maybe about the pruning
1: All right.
0: listen when he says I take away any of those that don't bear fruit It literally means to lift up when the vineyards and vineyards when a vine is dying, decaying, they lift it up higher off the ground, (laughs) 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 bringing it closer to the nourishment of the sun, the wind, because it's dying on the floor. So let him lift you up if you feel fruitless.
1: And if you are a, if you're
0: creating fruit, it's a fruitful time and you're like, God, why are you still? Why the loss?
1: He's preparing you
0: for the next season of abundance because he is the God of more and more and immeasurably more. Good job. This is a commentary on pruning. Says left itself, left to itself, a vine will produce a good deal of unproductive growth. (laughs) Yep. So for maximum fruitfulness, extensive pruning is essential. He's loving you when he prunes. Come on grow sore bear down press in bring forward be moved by force right now let the holy spirit move you let it argue for you Here's what I know abiding takes grit that only grace can provide get the grace the empowerment to stay to remain whole not to be carried off by desires of your flesh enticements of the world traps of the enemy remain bear down get the grace everyone say this right now father give us grace give us more you more the same resurrecting power in Jesus give us more on 30 seconds don't stop go until you hear a whistle blow Ah. pull back recover just bring it down a notch Well done. Abiding takes grit, you guys. I know. Listen. The deal is, when you are awake, (laughs) it's that saying, when your foot hits the ground, Satan goes, crap, he's up, she's up, right? So here's the thing, when you are awake, I'm not here to preach a gospel of work, no. Because the greatest work we can do is from rest. It's the most violent thing. Just a certainty, that's, that's, that's joy. A certainty that God is good. So we don't fall for the schemes, for the entrapments of look over here, look over here. Did you hear what they said? Did you hear that? Chatter, chatter, chatter. No, 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 we're single-minded, not closed-minded, single-minded. So I can hear, I'm aware of things going on around me, but my affections are tied up in one place, remaining one with God, abiding in his oneness. But I don't think it would be a fair message to say, just be his and everything will work out. <laughs> this bare fruit, bearing fruit, it just doesn't. Ask a pregnant mom. It's work, nausea, bloated. Some of you on bed rest. Like it is this kind of mysterious passive work where you don't live for yourself anymore. You now put this child before you. Anyone that bears. Is putting something before themselves. so that's what I that's why with God there is this okay I'm gonna grow sore here because my flesh really wants to pick a fight with you with them or my flesh wants to just give up just fade away forget it die in terms of hopelessness but we are called to die everyone (laughs) to die to the desires that would take us away from this gritty grace getting what we need not what we deserve God knows you need the grace to remain to bear the fruit that it's not by works so nobody can boast. It's by grace. Grow sore. Verse eight, by this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. (laughs) Listen, we don't have to prove Right, we hear that word and it's like, oh, I got to work harder. No, no, no. Remain more. Stay. Do the be still and be loved, you guys. I can't say it enough. Some of you don't know how to sit and just stay. You'll never grow this side of your brain that needs to learn what it means to just be still. We live in a world that's saying, do this. Now do this. Now do this. Look over here. Look over here. Now do that. Stop it. Be still. Get comfortable with that stillness place. Meditate on his goodness without having to move your body, without having to do anything. Just receive, receive. I just got this picture of a you know, marathon runner when they run by the aid stations where they're holding out water People are holding it out. If you keep running as you pick up the glass, most likely some of it's going to spill out. And if you try to drink while you're running, it just all 50% of it kind of runs down your shirt. It works. But if you really are flatlining, you need to pull over. Take a minute. Drink. Fully drink that nothing spills out because you're moving. Receiving all that grace wants to give you. Then you can get moving again. Bear down. Grow. Grow in grace. Growing grit. Remain. One more picture that comes to mind in abiding and bearing fruit, growing, producing more and more. Just had this vision of anyone work out with rubber tubes, rubber resistance bands. If you use a tube, You anchor it to something. You know, around a pole, your door. It needs an anchor point. But the more I move away from that anchor point, the stronger, the harder my muscle's gonna work. But I'm still anchored. And I feel like that's what God does to grow us in fruitfulness. We're always anchored. We remain but he pushes further out from your starting point, from the point as a disciple where you began to where he's taking you. (laughs) This is the enlargement of territory, of favor, of growing in godliness. The anchor point is still the anchor point. It remains there, but the, the pull tends to get a little greater. Just notice it. It's greater. Bear down into the anchor point. <laughs> And you will see a greater harvest. That's how tension works. This is the gospel. It is not. It is simple, but it is not easy. So come on. You're revving. You're revving. So how do we grow in abiding grace? Know where your hope comes from. Look back at what God has done. You have to insert nothing is more whatever than the love and freedom you have in Christ. Nothing's more important, nothing's more enticing, nothing's more satisfying, nothing's more fulfilling than the love and freedom you have in Christ. Everything else is life set on the flesh, which is death. And daily denying ourselves, denying ourselves to what we think we deserve. Whoo! Now I'm preaching daily. It's daily. Yesterday my daughter came home. She's 13, y'all permission to be 13 right listen when you tell a child to grow up what you're really saying is don't have any needs Ooh, ouch they're 13 and I was pretty sick not feeling well end of the day I'm tired cold medicine and she kind of came unhinged about about a 13 year old problem like unhinged crying now in my flesh I could rage with not right now Sophia can't you see I don't feel good grow up Sophia get over it Sophia right come on now fine I'll be the one to show my cards I don't care I've lost all my dignity anyways this is the truth of my dark heart I've done that in the past, but not since new wineskin has come upon me in learning how to receive, be still, be loved. Because when she came off the rails, all I had was this ability to watch and see the pain of a 13 year old and enter in and tell her, it's gonna be okay. What's going on? How can I help? (laughs) Violent. And the storm blew over by denying ourselves to have what we think we deserve. God, do what you need with all of this. Change us, shape us, potter us. We're yours. In Jesus' name, amen.